Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And man, what a what a crazy, crazy market we've seen so far in 2020. Obviously, coronavirus is dominating the headlines. Joe Biden wins the South Carolina primaries. Uh, We got uh, challengers dropping up. Buttigieg's gone. Uh, Steyer's gone. Uh, It's going to be Bernie Sanders Super Tuesday tomorrow. That's going to be a big one. Bernie Sanders, Biden, Bloomberg, uh, and the Democrats, at least as far as I'm concerned, they're hoping for a split convention so they don't have to uh, have the socialist Bernie Sanders uh, running against Donald Trump. We'll all talk about it here. We've had wild, wild markets. Uh, Friday, uh, the Dow was down another 1,000 points. Gold was gotten taken out, finally got taken to the woodshed. You know, you think about uh, the Dow and the S&P and the NASDAQ at the peak there on Friday. Was down about uh, you know fourteen fifteen percent, and gold really was just hanging out. Uh, that ended uh, Friday. Uh, gold was one uh, a big big drop. It closed down seventy five points on Friday. Today it is up thirty, uh, so it's taken almost half of it back. Uh, a lot of that for a lot of different reasons. Uh, there was absolutely intervention by the central banks and the plunge protection team. Uh, there was some forced selling where, you know, when you get margin calls on other things, you sell what you got. Uh, plenty of it to go around. Uh, then the last 15 minutes of trading on Wall Street Friday. Now, this is going back to Friday. Uh, the Dow recovered 600-plus points. Uh, in the last 15 minutes. And that was the central bank had done, uh, released a statement. Uh, not a lot. Uh, today, like I said, gold's up 30. Uh, the Dow's up 300. Kind of a racing now Friday if it stays there. But the Dow has been swinging wildly all day, all night. Uh, it's been the futures were down as much as four, 500 points. Uh, they were up. Four five hundred points uh, today. The Dow's been up twice, down once. Uh, right now, it's up. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I, I was telling you Friday, don't be surprised about an emergency meeting over the weekend. We didn't get it, mostly because I think that's that rally back prevented it from happening. But everybody's out now. Uh, it doesn't matter. J.P. Morgan, uh, Goldman Sachs, B of A, right? They're all saying they want the the March meeting is on the 18th. There is speculation that the Fed can't wait until the meeting. We will see. But most people now are expecting, like I told you last week, don't be surprised if we get a 50-point rate cut, 50 basis rate cut. And, and I'm with most people, the smart people will tell you, hey, there's not a lot the Fed can do, right, it, with the virus. It's not like, um, you know, we're, 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 we're having a liquidity issue or the, the consumer needs a boost. No, we're, we're having issues 
with, with, with a virus that's putting a lot of pressure on. Uh, the thing that I warned you about, though, and they don't want to tell it to you on the TV, so I'll tell it to you. The junk bond spreads had not been falling. Now, they've fallen a little bit. But the 10-year note today got all the way down to 103. Uh, people are talking about a 10-year note that uh, it's almost a foregone conclusion now that's going to be somewhere between zero and 75 basis points. Now, you go back to when rates were zero, the 10-year note was still yielding even at the low was yielding 132, but for the most part, the 10-year note at zero, Fed funds rate at zero, was yielding, you know, a point and a half. So now we, I think the official number is 162. That is the official Fed funds rate. That's the official number, you know, between, and that's just halfway between one and a half and 175. Get ready for those to fall. I don't think it's going to matter. I will say this. If the central bank does not start aggressively communicating to the markets that a rate cut is going to come, look for more pressure. Look for more selling. If they signal, hey, we're not going to do it. We're not going to cut rates. And you could make the argument. I mean, you could really make the argument, hey, the the bond market has done the Fed's job for them, right? Because why, why do you cut rates? Well, to get the yield down. Well, the yield's already down, uh, but if they don't cut rates or they signal that they're not going to cut rates, we could see another two, 3,000 points to the downside because this is what Wall Street wants. Wall Street wants the rate cut, and the reason isn't for anything other than, hey, we've got a lot of zombie debt companies out there, so the cut is going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Uh, you know, if you've got a mortgage, don't be, don't be an idiot, right? Start checking into refinancing to, and these lower rates. Uh, hopefully this will... If there's going to be maybe a bright spot here, maybe we'll get some more housing sales out of these super low rates. I mean, that's that's probably the best thing we could hope for. But if this coronavirus keeps going the way they say, maybe that's not even going to help that. So we'll see. 800-951-0592. Yeah, I'm... I'm just saying, if I was, if you said to me, hey, you need to pick, where is the Fed's rate going to be, say, in August? And obviously, what happens with the coronavirus, I'll give you some examples. Target canceled their live, uh, they were having an investor meeting, canceled it. Because of the coronavirus. That meeting was supposed to be in New York. Google was supposed to have well, you know, one of these Google deals canceled, right? If we start seeing this, uh, we know this. Uh, the virus has now spread uh, to New York. 
there was an actually uh, a doctor, and I'll just pull it up here, a doctor uh, from the busiest hospital in New York uh, was on CNBC uh, this morning and talked about how, hey, we don't have test kits, right? And again, so uh, this 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 narrative that we were prepared and it just doesn't appear that we were really as prepared as the the government would like us to believe. Uh, so I'm just pulling up the article here. I didn't, you know, I never know if I'm going to talk about things or not, but I saved them. Uh, let me just see who it was. Yeah, so hospitals in the U.S. Uh, before I came in this morning, Dr. Matthew McCarthy said, I was in the emergency room seeing patients. I still don't have a rapid diagnostic test available to me. He says that problems with the CDC and perfections uh, diagnostic test for the virus, the CDC sent test kits early in the outbreak to public health labs around the country, but those kits were problematic and potentially inaccurate. Uh, McCarthy says the staff physicians at New York's Presbyterian Hospital still do not have access to the Keck test kits. I am here to tell you right now, at one of the busiest hospitals in the country, I don't have it at my fingertips. I still have to make my case plead to test people. We know there are 88 cases in the United States. There are going to be hundreds, with an S, by the middle of the week. There's going to be thousands by next week as this testing issue is resolved, saying that uh, in New York, at least kind of hinted in New York, there's a lot of people in quarantine that they're pretty sure have the virus that just haven't been able to test. We'll see. But just assuming, just assuming, and I'm not talking about, you know, hey, we need to shut down California or something like that. I don't know if we do or not. But we are seeing companies starting to cancel things. I was in Costco with my wife. By the way, what a mistake that was. We went... Uh, late Sunday on purpose. So we needed to go to Costco, and we knew it was going to be nuts, and people are, you know, preparing. And, and I don't, you know, I disagree uh, that that preparing's bad. You know, people saying don't buy masks. The only people that should buy masks are the people with the virus and the people treating people with the virus. But if it becomes widespread, you're going to want to have them. So, you know, what do you do? But we went. And Costco closes at 6 o'clock here on Sunday. So we got there, and, you know, we just needed, uh, you know, buy some meat, get some, you know, just a few things. So we got there 45 minutes before it closed. It was jam-packed in there. No water. All the water. Just, you know, Costco's got, I don't even know how many pallets of water uh, between all the different varieties. It was gone. All of it was gone. Um, and, and the Costco guy was telling, you know, one of the customers, you got any more water? And they're like, no, and people are overreacting and you only, 
Uh, there's no real, I don't believe that you overreact. You prepare or you don't, right? One or the other. Uh, but they said they'd have more water today, so I don't want to alarm people. That's just what's going to happen, right, as this thing works its way through. So based on what we think is going to happen, and I listen to, uh, and I've, his name, Dr. Fazio, and maybe that's not the correct pronunciation, the head guy at the CDC that's in charge of this thing. He's not the head of the CDC, but he's the kind of the doctor in charge, and what he says is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if we have a full rate, a full point cut before the end of August. In other words, I think, I think we're going to get a half point in March. Don't be surprised if we get two more, maybe in and maybe in April and June, uh, and possibly July. But but uh, by August, if this thing is still here, uh, expect at least a full point, which would bring the Fed's funds rate down to what, uh, you know, between a half and three quarters of a point. Uh, and again, I don't know how big of an effect that has. Uh, with everything, you know, obviously refinancing's great. Uh, hopefully, home buying doesn't take a hit if the virus doesn't get too crazy. If, I mean, obviously, if it gets, you know, to where hey, the Disneyland's closed, Las Vegas is closed, right? That could change things. I've been worried about crude oil prices and the effect there. Uh, the Wall Street Journal. Had a, had a great article this morning talking about the drillers already braced for a tough year. Uh, the virus putting them even under greater pressure. Uh, exploration and production companies are, are straining to slow growth. You can't slow it fast enough. And part of the problem is, is what you know, once they've spent the money, right, they got to put the well in. And 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 it's it's almost you know it's counter uh, productive to them uh, amid oversupply of oil and gas, cutting spending to try to appease investors angry over poor returns. The virus has fe- further weakened global demand for products, posing even a greater challenge to a sector where the vast majority of the companies are saddled with debt, and this is the problem. And it's not just the oil and gas industry. You know, the S&P 500, outside of the big five, you know, we know who those are. A lot of these companies, huge, huge debt levels. The whole sector is getting clobbered by concerns about the economic impact of the virus uh, pulling oil prices lower and uh, clouding the 2020 prospects of U.S. benchmark oil prices, uh, which ended yesterday or Friday at $45. Seen a little bit of a bounce today, but it's only at 46 uh, Shares of uh, shale drilling, Chesapeake Energy down 38% uh, through Friday. Uh, whitening petroleum stock plunging as it warned that output would decline this year. Continental Resources uh, traded 
significantly lower after they disclosed plans that the company could struggle to generate free cash flow, and, and that list just piles up and piles up. These companies, uh, they need rate cuts, right? They need rate cuts uh, to borrow money. And again, though, the 10-year note was already doing it for them, so we'll see how how it plays out. I think it gives Wall Street something to at least bounce off. Uh, will the will that bounce stick? I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it as uh, South Korea, uh, the problems continue to get worse there. The spread all over uh, all over Europe now. Uh, we know about the cases in Brazil and Mexico, and most people that are talking about it here, saying that when the test kits become readily available, uh, that we're going to see a significant increase if this doctor from Presbyterian Hospital is right. And I don't know if he's right. Hundreds of cases this week. Thousands of cases next week. That would be the number of confirmed cases in the U.S., uh, which I think would I think that would cause a lot of cancellations of of events and meetings and uh, you know going to Vegas or or having a uh, big shareholder event and what, what does that start to affect uh, spring training? Does it start to affect? Uh, the NBA or the the XFL or any of these other things where uh, college basketball, right, would that have an effect on March Madness, right? These are huge things. These are big, big drivers. I mean, could you imagine uh, that the the NCAA says, hey, nobody, no fans are allowed to go to March Madness? I mean, that would have uh, a huge effect on, on hotels and restaurants. And, and we know, especially here in Arizona, maybe we're a little more sensitive to your tourism is a big thing here, right? We, people come from all over the world uh, to Arizona. We, we make fun. I, I call this, uh, especially during this time of the year, this is South Canada, right? We got a lot of Canadians here in the Valley. Uh, people from all over the world come here. We got spring training going on. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. And the doctor's in New York, and let's face it, New York is extremely liberal. Uh, so is he just trying to to you know scare everybody? And I know the administration keeps saying, "Hey, we're ready, we're ready." We'll see what happens when the test kits get here, right? I guess that'll be the ultimate thing. Uh, there's reports out that they're saying that this thing has been in the U.S. for six weeks. Six weeks uh, that was undetected. Uh, Jim Cramer chimed in about the rate cuts because everybody's talking about it. This is the why uh, you're seeing a bounce back in, in the Dow Industrials this morning. Uh, right now up 500 points. So uh, completely erasing the losses from Friday. The cure for the stocks market coronavirus uh, is not cuts from the Federal Reserve, according to CNBC's Jim Cramer. Unless the Fed can create a vaccine or beat the virus, then it really doesn't matter. Now, yes and no. He's right. It's not going to stop it if the thing spreads, right? A rate cut doesn't stop. A company from canceling events. 
right? It doesn't stop uh, Disneyland from closing if that would be the case. It doesn't stop uh, March Madness from, from, hey, saying fans don't come, right? It wouldn't stop any of that. And this is why there's still room, and I, I don't want there to be, but lower seems to be where we're headed. I know they, they're hoping on this rate cut. The one place it will help, though, let's not kid ourselves. It's going to allow, revenues are going to come in way under. A lot of companies that are already, you know, having a hard time making ends meet. You know, we talked about free cash flow drying up. They're going to need to get access to money or they're going to go bankrupt. I mean, it's one or the other. We're either going to see... Uh, huge spikes in bankruptcy, and I don't know that the even the rate cuts, if the central bank can get those junk bond yields low enough to save uh, a lot of these companies, it may not. Kramer could actually be right. It may be for nothing, right? Does it help uh, Apple borrow money for last year, but Apple doesn't really need to borrow money, but for the companies that do need to borrow, would a half-point rate cut drive down rates for their junk bonds? If the answer is no, if the investors are like, nope, listen, I'm looking at their balance sheet. They're not, they're, they're going further into debt. Sales have deteriorated or prices have fallen to the point where, hey, this company's not a good risk. Could be a lot of bankruptcies coming. Let's, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see Let's be happy about the the bounce back, but be smart. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The Equal Rights Amendment, ERA, is officially dead, according to the Department of Justice's Office of Legal Counsel. This is a huge win for women and girls everywhere, who would lose so many rights under the ERA. We are now four decades past the moment when ERA went lifeless under its own original deadlines for ratification. Now, detailed legal analysis from the Office of Legal Counsel has determined that it is long past any time or any chance for resuscitation. The OLC explained that Congress may not revive a proposed amendment after a deadline for its ratification has expired. Should Congress wish to propose the amendment anew, it may do so through the same procedures required to propose an amendment in the first instance. The OLC knows, as well as you and I do, that ERA would never pass with two-thirds majorities in the current congressional climate. You could hardly get two-thirds of the Congress to agree to pass a resolution saying the sky is blue, much less that men should be allowed to stay at battered women's shelters, as ERA would demand. The archivist of the United States immediately stated that he would comply with his legal opinion, as he should. He has no business adding to the Constitution via some belated attempt by a state to ratify this amendment far after the fact. This good news comes not a moment too soon. Liberals who had taken over the statehouse in Richmond had planned to make Virginia the 38th state to supposedly ratify ERA. They passed their phony ratification in spite of the OLC opinion, which means our victory isn't final yet. The feminists have already started lawsuits to overrule the OLC opinion. That's not the only example of feminists reliving their ERA fantasies. 
A trailer for a new miniseries about Phyllis Schlafly entitled Mrs. America is making news. Two-time Academy Award winner Kate Blanchett is portraying Phyllis Schlafly. But the script is certainly going to align with the ideology of radical feminists and the ERA. Feminists may be living in their liberal fantasies, but here in the real world, it's clearer than ever that the Equal Rights Amendment is dead. Their abortion-on-demand version of equality isn't a winner for the American people. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues. Upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, chairman Helen Marie Taylor, treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Scholar blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir. Yes, ma'am. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And we it's so frustrating uh, because you don't know what to believe or what to think. Uh, the test kits. Uh, Florida, as an example, said they've only tested 23 people. Uh, They say uh, that they have several confirmed cases, that they have several hundred people in quarantine, but they haven't been tested, right? And this is kind of everywhere, every state, I think, probably, and I don't know about every state, uh, but the states where, uh, you know, you kind of knew there'd be problems, right? Florida, uh, New York. Illinois, right, California, Washington, throw Oregon into right that whole West Coast. Now Arizona, I say Arizona's in it because uh, of the border. Texas, because of the border. Uh, Canada, still allowing flights to Iran. People in Canada are like, what the heck, right? And, uh, you know, all of those, these, uh, all of these things, I think it boils down to if companies get spooked enough and start canceling events, that's going to be the next leg down. April's going to be important. If the shelves at, you know, the grocery store, the Targets, the Walmarts, uh, if we start to see empty shelves, and, I, and I'm talking about, you know, the stuff we get from China, right? If, the coffee makers are gone. The blenders are gone, right? The crock pots are gone. And all these things that we didn't even know came from China, you know, whether it's light bulbs or, or car batteries or what, I don't know, right? And, and, and I don't know necessarily that those items are made there. But if we start seeing the supply chain disruption to the consumer, right, because that's just flat-out consumer spending problems, uh, that could be another uh, you know, another piece of the, the leg down, if you will, we'll have to wait and see. Nobody knows, but uh, Scott Gottlieb, I think was his name. He was the former, yeah, Scott Gottlieb, the former head of the FDA, okay, former head of the Food and Drug Administration. What he knows, I don't know. 
I mean, is he in contact with people? Probably. He's probably got friends there. Uh, but he goes out on TV and says, listen, there's thousands of people in the U.S. with coronavirus right now. And they just, you know, haven't been tested and all of these things, kind of echoing uh, what the other doctor said. And, and I don't even know that thousands is that big of a deal. Right. You know, when you think about hey, 80 percent are fine, the other 20 percent, you're you know, you're you're probably going to be OK. But, you know, in the wrong conditions, you know, if you've got uh, this issue or that issue, right, you're going to have trouble and, and there's going to be deaths from it and all of that. But what I mean by that is what I think you're going to see is companies like the Googles, like the Targets, and all these companies canceling conventions and, and right, you know, whether it be like, oh, you say something like Comic-Con, right? Would they cancel? Would would Disneyland close, right? Would, would these things start happening? Would uh, vacations start getting canceled, right? We're getting ready for spring break, right? Spring break's coming. Are there going to be people that are like, you know what? Hey, nope, not not going there, not doing that. Gonna not going to risk it. Uh, those are things that would material materially impact uh, the economy. So that's what we got to watch for. Uh, if people remain calm, uh, and, and and I would love it, and I and, and I guess you can't, right? I would love it for Trump to come out and say, "Hey, listen, we're going to get two, three thousand cases." Right, that's probably the scenario. It's okay, right? Let's put that in perspective and do this or that. But you can't come out. You know, if he came out and said there's going to be two, three thousand cases in the U.S. in the next two weeks, right? Everyone would go nuts. So I get it. Um, were we were, were we prepared? As they said, no. Because if you really wanted to be prepared, right? All flights to Europe, everybody would be, you know, like Italy would be cut off. Everybody else would have to get tested. South Korea would be cut off. China would be cut off. The border would be closed, right, in, in both directions. If, if Canada is going to allow their citizens to keep traveling to Iran, right, well, then you can't come in. And outside of that, you can't do that either, right? If you did that, right, then Wall Street. Wall Street's going to crash, and, you know, you're seeing uh, all the airlines now trying to uh, get pilots to, to take unpaid leave, uh, reduced, uh, take leave with, like, a vacation, but with reduced pay and things of that nature to draw, to uh, try to avoid the layoffs. It's just a matter of how long this thing lasts, right? We don't know. We don't know uh, what's the reaction if we get... Uh, big jumps in numbers. You know, you think about today where some were just under 100, right? 80, 88 to, to 90, some because they keep straggling in. But let's just call it around 90 cases today. What would happen if on Wednesday, as an example, there was 300 cases? Or Friday, it's 500 cases. Or, heaven forbid, next week there's 1,000 or 2,000 cases. 
what would the response be? And that's where I think um, for the average guy on the street, right, if Arizona had 50 cases all of a sudden, I think we got one. But let's just say we got to 50, right? That's a massive increase. I don't know that that would affect me that much, right? It, maybe. I don't think so, right? I think I would do what I would normally do. You know, I'm planning on playing golf this Friday. I still plan on it. I plan on uh, going. I'll be in Colorado all next week, so I'll be flying to Colorado next week. I'm still planning on it. But that's not what the problem is, right? If there was a Trump rally, let me ask you, if, if Trump was coming to town, and your state went from, you know, no cases or just a couple of cases to 50 cases or 100 cases, would you go? Would you go? I, I think there's a percentage of people that wouldn't. Absolutely there would be. But I think the vast majority would say, nah, I'm still going to go. Right? Because it would be different. Now, if Arizona said, hey, we got two, three, four, five thousand 5,000 cases, right, then, we ain't, then we're not going. Whether we got 10 or 20 or 30, right? I'm, I'm probably going. But, see, that's not the, the thing that, that is the issue. The issue is what do the companies do? Right? What do the conventions do? What do, what do all these other, right? They're going to start canceling everything. And that's what's going to hit the economy. It's going to be another hit to the economy. That's the fear. And that's why the rate cut won't help that. But it may help some other companies stay in business a little while longer. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 30. Uh, If you go to our website or Kitco, it's up 10 or 11. But the price is the same. So we're we're sitting here uh, just under uh, $1,600, and $97. Silver is up 30 cents, uh, right at uh, almost $16.70 on silver. Uh, Of course, remember, Friday we hit the second highest gold to silver level ever. Uh, Got above 96 ounces of silver uh, the highest going back to the early 90s was, I think it was 102, may have been 103. 102 or 103 was the all-time record high. Uh, right now sitting uh, just above 95 on silver. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles at 405. Just great value there on gold. Uh, last day, this is the last day on U.S. $20 Liberties. Uh, $1,650 at $800-951-0592. Gold is going to to really like rate cuts. Uh, but again, the problem is companies, and when, when these things happen, a, a certain majority of these companies, they need to go out of business or you're left with Bank of Japan. Did you see what Bank of Japan has done? Uh, they're now bought a record amount of stocks. They now own the China, or the Japanese Central Bank owns 80% 
of all ETF issuances. Now, that doesn't mean 80% of the stock market. It's just 80% of the ETFs, which we know ETFs, that's a huge piece of the market. Uh, and it's still not helping, right? And, and, of course, Japan hasn't Japan hasn't grown for decades. That should not be the model that we're following. Uh, the president, though, upset uh, that the central bank didn't already cut rates, was out this morning. As usual, Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve are slow to act. Germany and others are pumping money into their economies. Now, I'll tell the president, hey, don't think our Fed isn't pumping. They're pumping, right? They do. Uh, the Fed window's open every day, right? The central bank right now is still buying $60 billion worth of treasuries as well every month, as well as the repo markets being open every single day. So don't think that we're not pumping, but he just wants them to pump more. Other central banks are much more aggressive. The U.S. should have, for all the right reasons, the lowest rate, right? And I get where, where the president's coming from on that. Now, we could argue whether that's true or not, right? When you're running deficits that are 5 and 6% of GDP, I don't know that you should be the lowest, but... I get his point, right? Shouldn't our interest rates be better than, say, Italy or Spain, right? Maybe not Germany. They don't have the debt levels that we have, but they still have a lot of debt as well. But, right, shouldn't we be better than France, right? Definitely shouldn't we be better than Japan, right? And, and uh, I so I get it from a logical perspective uh, that he's there, but you got to understand that this is going to end extremely badly because all it does is weaken the value of our currency and puts us in a very difficult situation uh, with the rest of the world. We We don't, we should have the lowest rate. We don't, putting us at a competitive disadvantage. We should be leading, not following. Uh, and then a lot of people will tell you they're, they're, they're warning about the liquidity trap, and I've talked to you about that, right? All of these companies that are really zombie companies, they need to go out of business. Listen, they'll go out of business. Will it, will it hurt? Yes. Absolutely it will, but we, we'd be stronger on the other side. And this is the problem. We, we don't want any pain inflicted at all. And, and so consequently, uh, we run these horrible, horrible economic policies. And uh, the bond market is screaming today, right? The 10-year note almost broke 1%. Uh, and it's going to. I mean, I was listening to the people on the TV uh, on the idiot box this morning. They had all the bond guys out there talking about it. And they're all saying uh, the 10-year note's going to go below 1%. Uh, the president's going to get his wish. And, and you're seeing gold act accordingly. And I know it, it sold off on Friday for a lot of different reasons. Uh, it's already taken almost half of it back today. Uh, and, and, and again, uh, I think we're going to see the central bank feel like I've got to do something. 
It's all going to be based on cases. I think this is really what we're talking about. Where does the Dow go from here? Where does it go from here? If we see a spike in cases, which everybody says we're going to see, you're going to see companies start canceling trips. You're going to see them canceling conventions. Uh, are you going to see, you know, we've seen some schools close already. Uh, you'll see more of those. Uh, you could see the American consumer be like, you know what, I'm just going to stay home. I'm not going uh, on vacation. I'm not traveling to Florida. I'm not going to travel to California, whatever it may be. Uh, and then that's going to hurt. And then we have to wait. The supply chain disruption really won't take hold until about April. Because that's when all the things from the ports, right, will run out. And I'm wondering, all these now new can't trace the case. Is it possible that stuff that was sitting in the port had some virus on? I don't know, but I'm just speculating. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Final segment here on this Monday. I know a lot to take in. Uh, the Dow's up almost 700 points uh, as the, and this is how the market's kind of uh, trying to force the central bank to do in its bidding for it. Uh, all the major companies, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, right? All of the Merrill Lynch, they're all out here telling everybody the Fed is going to cut 50 basis points. The meeting is March 18th. Now, some are saying that the Fed can't wait that long. Uh, we'll see. That would all be determined on the number of cases in the U.S., right? If we if we keep trickling here where, you know, it's like five or six or seven a day, they can wait. Uh, if it starts jumping hundreds and hundreds a day, uh, then, then, then Wall Street will want it sooner than later. The problem is I don't know what that gets us. And that's the problem. Uh, I don't know what that gets us, if anything. Uh, let, let's hope. Uh, the cases stay low. That we can deal with, right? If they, they reported five cases tomorrow or ten cases tomorrow, okay, right? And they reported, you know, five or ten on Wednesday, it'll be okay. It, it's when they say hundreds of them are happen, happening, then there are five or thousands, right? Then, then it's a different scenario, and I don't think the – Rate cuts are going to have that big of an effect, but this is what Wall Street wants. Uh, expect more QE before it's all over. Uh, it expect a lot higher gold price uh, today. U.S. Silver Eagles at four oh five a roll. The last of the twenty dollar Liberties at sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, tomorrow, I'm just going to tell you right now, they're going to be 1680, assuming gold doesn't keep running, right? And gold's up, uh, 30, 30 bucks right now, uh, 1598. Uh, the Dow is up 690. Uh, the 10 year note, again, we talked about it already, hit a new time 
uh, all-time record low. It's bounced from there. It got to 103 uh, right now at 109 on the 10-year note. 800-951-0592. If you haven't bought from us before, it's so easy. All you need to do is call the toll-free number 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two, and just tell Wendy you'd like the special. That's all you need to do, Wendy. I'd like the special today since we have two of them. She'll ask you which one you want: silver, you want the gold, and you just tell her however how how many you want. She's going to give you the price, and then once you pay for it, you either pick it up or we ship it to you registered, insured U.S. mail. And it's just that simple, right? No bait and switch, no no game playing. Uh, we don't call you. We don't solicit you. We don't do any of those things. We're not like all these other gold companies. Anybody asking, wanting to give you free reports or buy gold at cost, dude, those are all ripoffs, every single one of them. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Call the number. Get some gold put away.